0: You're listening to The Morning X with Kev. We aren't even aware from one second to the next what we're going to do. It's quite possibly the best radio show that you are listening to right now.
1: But there's no radio at all. All radio is dead. That's for sure.
0: The Morning X with Kev.
2: 1049 The Morning X, it is Kev, and uh, Matt Hall's in the room. And when Matt Hall's in the room, we talk about how many Cadbury eggs he ate over Easter. Too much sugar. My my whole my feet are still tingling from the weekend. Yeah, you got that diabetes down there now. Yeah, you know, it's hard, like you say, like, I'm not gonna have any sugar. But then, you have all the sugar in the world. Like, you can't stop yourself. Scientific fact, one Cadbury egg gives you type 2 diabetes. No, oh, is, that, is that in the commercial? Surgeon General's warning. It's not in the wrapper there? Just one egg. That's all it takes. that <laughs> little blocking bark, bunny. Remember that? Yeah. Misleading. How many did you have? I don't know, I didn't have any. Oh, well, good for you. I laid off, man. I, I, I laid off this year. I had not. I had peeps, which I didn't want to have. But I had chocolate covered peeps. <laughs> my sister made chocolate covered peeps. Matt had the worst candy covered in more sugar. Yeah, it was literally. And my mom quoted you. She's like, "Didn't Kevin say this is like sugar-coated sugar coated yes, sugar ball with I sugar did. fried sugar?" I was like, "Yeah, that's what he did say." That's what I said. <laughs> so my mom quoted you while we were eating them.
0: Your mom quoted me.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's dive in. A lot of crappy news out there. <laughs> A lot of crappy news in the world. You know, Ukraine. It's the worst. I feel so bad when I watch the news. Mass shootings, etc. That's awful. So we'd like to give you a a weekly dose of positive news stories from around the world. Is there any? Yeah. A new study at the University of Texas found that doing random acts of kindness doesn't just make you feel good about yourself. It can also benefit your kids. Okay. Modeling kindness for your children tends to make them kinder people, too. So there you go. Setting a good example is basically what that's about. Yes, just be a good parent. Yeah, and your kids will be better. How about that, huh? <laughs> wow, that's shocking research right there. I'm surprised no one's thought of that before. Not to mention, that doesn't count as news, so i got to talk to Joey Dick about this list of stories. Okay. It's not really a news story. Joey Dick's your producer? Yeah. You don't see him behind the glass? On his phone, as always? Oh, there he is. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, wave, stupid. There you go. All right. <laughs> I can call him stupid, he doesn't actually exist. Uh, If you need a quick pick-me-up, check out a website called TheNicestPlace.net. It's not my place. And it's just a series of videos of people walking up to the camera and giving you a hug. Really? Yeah. Like a virtual hug? Yeah, it's like a POV hug. It's like, it's like Pornhub POV. Except it's just a hug. Well, I don't like that. Well, <laughs> <No. laughs> I like the Pornhub version better. It's Pornhub. That's it's what it por- <laughs> is. <laughs> Pornhub. Get uh, out. Just get out right now. Stop. The Boston Marathon is today. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it's just a drop in the bucket for uh, this lady. A woman from Arizona is trying to break a world record by running 102 marathons in 102 days, and she's almost there. The Boston Marathon run is going to be number 92 today. How on earth can you do that? That is physically not good for you. And you want to hear the crazy part? Yeah. She's doing it all with just one leg. Man, I really am just bad at, like, <laughs> everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah, when I hear stories like this, it's just like I make excuses. I shouldn't be making excuses. Uh, she lost her left leg, uh, blow the knee due to cancer, so she uses a prosthetic, but doesn't let it hold her back. Uh, This isn't the record for amputees. It's the record for all female runners. Yeah, you can't... Isn't it unhealthy to do a marathon every day, run 30 miles a day? That's a lot. I don't know. I I mean, it sounds healthier than what I do every day. (laughs) Right? Which is zero running at all. I go for a walk. (laughs) Nice two to three mile walk every day. Yeah. It's good enough. Uh, (laughs) Um... (laughs) Look, a uh, guy found... This, this happened two decades ago. Um, a guy found... Uh, a kid in Pennsylvania found a guy's diary from the 1930s. Mm-hmm. Now, how would a diary sound in the 1930s? How would that... Uh, how would that sound? Dear diary, Today I met a gal at the Soda Fountain, and I thought, Golly gee, what's in those bloomers? Jeepers, creepers... Where'd you get those papers? I thought I might take her out dancing to the Glenn Miller Orchestra.
0: (laughs) It's a good time out.
2: (laughs) While we make whoopee. (laughs) I gotta tell you, Kevin, like that was a time for me. Like whatever time this is right here with this music and people having a good time. And come on, doll face. Let's go (laughs) to the let's go to the sock hop. (laughs) I don't think that's a thing. That was the 50s, but you get it. I do get it. Pack of cigarettes for a quarter. So his mom, This, like I said, he found this diary two decades ago, and his mom hung on to it all this time hoping to track down the family, and now she finally has, and they're mm-hmm. getting the diary back. It includes all sorts of stuff, like uh, that he bought a car in 1938 for how much money, Matt? Ah, uh, 38. They just probably come out. A couple hundred bucks. Probably two, 250. 350 bucks. <laughs> 350 bucks, Brandon. That's brand new. right. Gasoline cost 15 cents a gallon back then. Oh, ridiculous. Too high. Back then. Can you believe it? Fifteen cents. This <laughs> is ridiculous. Fifteen cents a gallon. Thanks a lot, Franklin D. Roosevelt. <laughs> That's what tweets sounded like in the 1930s. <laughs> I wish I wish there was Twitter back, like from the early days. Of... There was a sticker of Franklin D. Roosevelt on the gas pump saying, I did that. In my day, when we started driving, it was eight cents a gallon. Fifteen cents. That's ridiculous. It's beginning to be too expensive to own a motor carriage these days. (laughs) Dear Diary, today, me and Ethel made out in the back of my motor carriage. I like it. (laughs) Uh, Dear Diary. That's your good news. Happy Monday. You're listening to Kev. I think that makes you cool with the cool kids in school, Fred?
0: On The Morning X.
2: 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. Matt Hall is here. Hey, All good right. morning. Before we do any content here, what the hell's up your ass? <laughs> what? You walked in here, major gloom and doom. Uh, I heard around the corner, Steve almost ran into you, and he said, I almost killed you, and you said, I would welcome that, or something <laughs> like that. I said, no, I'm not lucky enough for that. Yeah, well, what's going on <laughs> not, with you? Not that I just did morning. Yeah, Yeah, you're in morning mode? Yeah, morning uh, mode. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good today. You why is it when I'm in a good mood, everyone else is miserable? How does that work out? Maybe it's maybe the universe needs to balance itself. I guess so. If you want to get really deep, are you high? No. I've, I wish. <laughs> no. Have you been blazing? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the morning. What are you, crazy? <laughs> Doing some edibles before your show? No. Oh, man. That's I'm, a terrible idea. I'm tuning in over on v 103 no, That's hear, a terrible idea, although tomorrow hear. is the national holiday. Stoned in the morning with Matt Hall. Or is it today? What's the date today? No, today's 419, nineteen oh, okay, good. I didn't not, miss it. Not quite ready yet. I did miss it. Good. Everything's still in the oven. That's <laughs> <laughs> Everything's still cooking, right. Uh, this is kind of interesting. A uh, study was done, and I'm not sure how they collected this data, but a study was done that ranked men's junk sizes- <laughs> In 86 different countries and the US, Matt, proud to announce number
0: 59.
2: We have the 59th. We have this, almost the smallest junk in the world. Well, are they measuring like flaccid, or are they measuring at full attention? Because that makes a difference. Again, I don't know how the data was collected. I, I certainly didn't get the survey with the measuring tape in the mail. I was going to say, I didn't get mine either, but <laughs> if you're going to measure, I say you got to do it when you're at full attention, or it's not fair. I mean, what's the point? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, there's the whole grower and shower thing. That, you exactly. Know? Yeah. So, if you're going to measure, <laughs> I prefer... That it's when you're ready to go, because that's when it really counts. On average, American- Big old Mr. Kanish. Not that big old. <laughs> 5.35 inches on average. That's not that big? See, now, I grew up, and they told me six inches was the average. And and I'm assuming this is when you're high noon. Okay. I'm assuming. It's got to be. If, I, I mean, it's the only way to- And then, also, where's the base? you got to measure it from there, too. So, I mean- Right, and they say if you lose weight and you lose fat, um, then you gain some inches down there. You do? Or or centimeters. We'll say centimeters. How is that possible? Well, because there's fat around the base, Uh right? And when you lose the fat, (laughs) more of the... um well, they should more p- of the um, anaconda can come out and play. <laughs> they should put that out there so that way more people are going to the gym, you know? Right, and yeah. One of the benefits I, of working out. How is that not Planet Fitness' number one advertising? Do you want a bigger junk? <laughs> well, go work out. Coming over to Planet Fitness. Wiener? We'll get lots bigger. Also, I mean, yeah, was it were these taken like cold weather, warm weather situations? It, it makes a difference, you know that. Well, not when you're standing at attention, the temperature doesn't matter. No, that doesn't matter. But I don't, th- I don't think they're measuring shrinkage. I don't think that was part of the study. I mean, you could take a ruler into the shower with you, but it it it, it, it varies. You could. It varies. When you're in the shower, though, it's warm, it's humid, and uh, you're 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 relaxed, right? Yeah, right. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Ecuador was number one, by the way, with an average of 6.93 inches. Wow. Holy crap. <laughs> okay. That's like a bong. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not. You know what? No, I'm not even going to. comment. I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Where are you? 21 different countries have uh, clocked in at over six inches. And who are the volunteers for this study? I don't know. Did some guy go around to each town with a measuring tape, like, "All right, fellas, line up." Well, the last one is Cambodia, okay? They're at three point nine five inches. I guarantee nobody in that country raised their hand. Yeah, (laughs) and again, we don't know if it's like you know at full staff or right. You know, we don't know. It doesn't. I wish it would tell you. I'm guessing based on the length that that's what it is. High noon, or are you stretching it? I don't know. Well, I don't think they're like seeing how far they can pull it. That's not even safe. (laughs) It's not safe. (laughs) They're not, they're not, like, doing the silly putty game with it. Oh, okay. Well, I have so many questions about this study, I don't even know where you found it. Uh, it was a men's health company called From Mars, and they supposedly used Google Data to come up with the numbers. Google Data? Do they have, a like, an app for that on your phone? A measuring tool? I
3: think there is a measuring tool on your phone.
2: Yeah, there is. You can take a picture of anything, and it'll tell you how long, how uh, you know, how wide, or whatever.
3: So, is there a tool to measure your tool? Is there a measuring tool for your tool?
2: I'm sure there's a junk measuring app. Yeah. If it hasn't been invented, I think we should invent it. We should. What would we call it? Um, you're going to put me on the spot right there? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to come up with a name for our junk measuring app. Grower versus shower. The app. <laughs> well, you know, like Tinder is spelled without the E. We could call it wiener with just wiener with the R. Yeah. Winder. Wiener. <laughs> wiener. Yeah. This is... I can't believe we're having this conversation this morning. Well, you know, when data comes across my desk like this, I gotta get it out there. America, again, fifty-ninth out of eighty-six for junk length. And I'm proud to
0: be an American I feel inadequate. At least I know
2: I'm free. This, this study today is gonna to have me questioning myself all day long. Thanks to Pornhub, I feel inadequate every day. Oh yeah, that's you mean You mean it's not that's not real life on there? Uh, not realistic. <laughs> Me, no. Not realistic expectations. Okay. Okay. Just wondering. <laughs> For anything. Really. Technique, positions, just distance. All, none of that, All, Matt. all of it. It's, none of that. It's a crazy fantasy world where anything goes. That's not how it's gonna be. No. All right. Most of the time. <laughs> Especially in a situation where you're just like the pool guy. Oh. It's gonna the, be pretty awkward. That'd be fun to be a pool guy. Wouldn't it? I could be. I could clean pools all day. Lonely housewives? Mm, I don't think, again, I don't think it happens the way it happens on the show. That's true, because I delivered pizzas for many of the years, and you know what never happened to me? That. Hi, <laughs> <So, laughs> I'm Matt. I'm here with your hot, thick sauce. Exactly. They're like, just get away from me. Get out of my house. Yo, that's
0: chizzled? 104.9. I'm sure that this whole thing is just some practical joke. The Morning X with Kev. The Real Rock Report on The Morning X.
2: Is Real Rock Report on the Morning X, powered by Oscar's Pub and Grill and Jack's Pub. Lou's got the report. Corn launched a creepy website to plug Worst Is On Its Way, new single and video from Requiem. The band set up a website at worstisonitsway.com, and it plays this loop of a black and white video that asks weird questions about waking up in a strange room and finding a wasp on your arm. And the site then asks you to vote. Kill the wasp, spare the wasp. Kill Early it. voting has it at 50-50. Kill Kev, I figured, it. I thought of you when I read this. Kill it! You hate wasps and bees and... Look, if it's a honeybee, let it live. Because uh-huh. apparently we need them. We do. I'm, I'm willing to let them live. Uh, but there is no benefit to the wasp, the hornet... The, the especially like yellow jackets the nasty effers that, and like the cicada killers just, just kill it! I know which way Kev's voting on this Why one. are you waiting? Kill it now! <laughs> this is old Tam Bathory of Five Finger Death Punch he shared a new teaser video from Afterlife it's called Welcome to the Circus you want to get a taste of that clip you can find it on FFTP's Instagram and David Lee Roth has issued a statement on that proposed Van Halen tribute that former Metallica bassist Jason Newstead let slip last week Roth says in my mind Van Halen 4K apparently he's got a name uh, in the age of COVID, is going to require two of us for every position. Joe Satriani and Toto, Steve Lukather for guitar. Original Van Halen bassist Michael Anthony and Jason Newstead for bass. Alex Van Halen, or Tommy Lee on drums. And he says, as for the lead singer role, Roth says the only person who can do his job today would probably be pink. 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 As in? Pink. So what, I'm still a rock star, pink? You got it. As in pink. Don't let me get me, pink. Along with that statement, DLR also released a uh, photo of what appears to be a recent picture of him and Alex together. So who knows if this is going to actually come to fruition, but... It sounds like uh, he's trying to keep this thing alive. Look, I'm not saying that Van Halen should just give it up and never play music again just because Eddie Van Halen died. What I am trying to say is kill that goddamn wasp. <laughs> kill it. I don't care. Kill it now. That's your Real Rock Report, powered by Oscars Pub and Grill on East State and Jack's Pub on North Perryville. Both open at 11 a.m. Enjoy $5. Captain Morgan, Tito's, and Jameson, along with Screwball, every day, plus house wines for just 4.50 daily. Look, Satan created one being, and it was the wasp, okay? Okay. <laughs> You really hate these things, man. I I, I read this and I, all I could think of was you. I'm like, I have to talk about this just for the wasp factor. Look, I work with my therapist on it, okay? And, and each summer it gets a little bit easier. But uh-huh. uh, uh, no, I'm not friends. I'm not friendly with them. And, and honeybees, like I said, I can tolerate them. They, you know, I'll still get nervous, but I'll let them live. And those won't, really won't bother you unless you're, you know, going to screw with them. They'll, so they bumblebees say, bumblebees won't bother you. They'll just, you know, if you don't bother them, they're not going to bother you. So they go poking around a nest, a hive, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Look, but if, if you're doing that, I, you know, I'm no inviting for it you. At right? that point, you're asking for it. There's, you know, if you see a wasp nest on your house, like a whole nest, like uh-huh. a big, like a big hive. I'm not talking about the little honeycomb that you can just knock down. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like the big paper wasp hive. Mm-hmm. If you decide you're the one who should take that thing down. Uh, I have no sympathy for yeah, you. Yeah, no, that's like somebody who juggles rattlesnakes saying, "I can't believe I got bit." Yeah, this, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man! Don't 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 poke a wasp hive. <laughs> that's like presenting your ear and eye holes to Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Yes. Have fun with it. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. god. <laughs> anyway, um, that's not what I had uh, planned to talk about right now. I figured. <laughs> I was going to say that you should uh, check out our Facebook Live at around 11.30 this morning. I'll be chatting with Nita Strauss. Uh, Of course, you know her as Alice Cooper's guitar player, but you know her probably more so now for her hit single, Dead Inside. When I say hit single, we're talking like number one. I mean, massive. Yeah, all the the way up to one. She crushed it with that song. David Draymond obviously uh, uh, featured on it as well. but. Killer song, huge, and uh, is so excited to have her not only coming to the Apollo, but going live with you at 1130. Yeah, so if you got a question you want to throw out to her, I will say this, and I've been saying this all morning, actually. It's easier for me to get her que- get the questions to her if you turn them in early. Mm-hmm. If you put them on our Facebook page, the link is there. That's the same link you'll use to watch the thing. Yeah, just drop it in the comments,
3: and uh, Kev will be able to pull it up when he's talking yeah, to her. Yeah,
2: it's easier for me to plan to get those on the screen for her to see and answer for you. If you do it early. During the broadcast, when they come in live, it's harder for me to catch that as it right. comes because it's just me. I don't, I don't have a fancy producer. Joey Dick, he's falling asleep. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so it's just it's just going uh, to be me in there. So get them early uh, for a better chance to have your question presented 2D to stress it 11.30 yeah. this morning on Facebook Live, uh, assuming all technical things go as planned.
1: Yeah, well, there's
2: always a buffer for that, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) That's the world we're in. Sometimes it's like, uh, you know, 1145 because we couldn't figure out something or something wasn't working right. That's, uh, you know, I think there was a line in Spaceballs. uh, I'll leave the expletive out, but he says, out of order, F, even in the future, nothing works. (laughs) And little did they know how true that was going to (laughs) be. For real. For real. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so uh, that's it on the Morning X. Tomorrow, perhaps I'll share a little bit of that interview on the air tomorrow on the show. Uh, but also, we're going to have another shot for you to win tickets to see Smashing Pumpkins down at Summer Camp Fest this summer. <laughs> it's in May,
3: yeah. yeah they're playing, playing the Sunday night. <laughs> it's
2: not quite summer yet, is it?
3: No, it's it's not till the like, later part of next month,
2: so the weather should be on the right side by then. And uh, Tantric playing this Friday at uh, Stockyard Burger Bar. And uh, we'll have tickets for that as well tomorrow. As well as your Nerd News and Jamie from Nozark Animal Sanctuary, uh, bringing by another adoptable furry friend for us to meet. So that's all coming up tomorrow on the Morning X. In the meantime, 50 and uh, sunny today, cloudy overnight tomorrow. Uh, Going to be a little bit rainy. Mm. But we can deal with that. As that's it comes.
3: okay. My kid has baseball practice tomorrow.
2: <laughs> I got out of it yesterday because of the snow, and I think I might get out of it tomorrow because of the rain. <laughs> anything to miss baseball practice. I didn't mind the snow at all when I got up yesterday. I really didn't. I was looking at it, just thinking, "This is my ticket out today. I don't have to go." <laughs> and I didn't. Uh, I love that. You're not a bad dad if it gets canceled. That's all I'm saying. You're not It's right. not your fault, right? Exactly. It's not your fault. I'm not God. I can't control the weather. I mean, you're a bad dad if you like laugh in his face about it. You know. Yeah, but I, I can't see you doing that. No, I don't do that. I just you... slowly, pr- I-, I quietly pray to uh, not have to do anything ever. That's what I. <laughs> That's what I do. It's not specifically about baseball practice. It's just anything. Yeah, canceled plans is amazing. Yeah, no. When I could throw COVID out there as the excuse all the time, I was in heaven. Oh, we can't go do that. You know how dangerous that is? We should just stay home constantly. Just use bees as an excuse. (laughs) I don't want to go. Too many bees. Hideous. Honestly, sorry. Everything hideous. 104.9.
3: I should have known this was going to be some bullshit.
0: The Morning X with Kev.
2: 1049 The Morning X. Matt Hall is here. Uh, blazed, of course. Matt Hall just uh, token a fat one here for a 420 celebration day. Well, you're not supposed to tell anybody. But Why? you just did. Why? It's legal. It is legal. Are we allowed to talk about it now, like, since it is legal? Remember, it was, like, risque? We were taboo. never not allowed to talk about it. Oh. I, I don't know what station you think you're on. I don't know the rules. <laughs> We could talk about it. yeah. You can talk about anything, Matt. That's the thing. You can talk about anything. It's just the context you put it in. That's ah, all. I see. You well, know. happy holidays, bruh. Yeah, happy holidays, bruh. <laughs> Let's have some brownies. I'm more of an edibles person myself. I don't know about you. Um, you know the it gummies more than edibles. Edibles do weird things. Well, what do you do with a gummy, Matt? Well, you eat it, yeah. So that's right. an edible, but it's different when it's like baked into like like a brownie oh, or a sure. cookie or the little gummy. Bear. All depends on how it's prepared. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. There's a, actually there's is a science to it yeah. if you can believe it. Oh, is there? Yes. Matt, the pot scientist. It, you know what? You gotta be pretty smart to do all that stuff. So I yeah. Would imagine, yeah, you gotta be some kind of food scientist, yeah. right? You can't just you can't just wing it. No, you cannot just wing it. that's, no, a, that's, that's how you end you up do. thinking you can fly off a roof. That's <laughs> yeah. There's just no. It's
3: there's stuff to it.
2: Well, now that we're now that we're stoned, let's talk about nerd news. Yeah, nerd news, nerd. pop culture news that doesn't involve Kardashians or Kanye's or any of that bullcrap. I don't like the Kardashians. No, that's why we're not going to talk about them. Okay, they're the worst. They're the worst. They are the worst, Jerry. The worst. <laughs> they got a new show out called The Kardashians. Guess what it is? It's just Keeping Up with the Kardashians, different title. It's awful. Quick funny story about them. So they're like in court right now because someone's suing them. And yesterday was like jury trials. And they had to get their comeuppance. All the juries like went up to the stand and said why well, they didn't want to be in the, the trial. And mostly every jury was like, I hate you guys. <laughs> we hate you. None of them said OJ did it? <laughs> yeah, your father uh, helped a murderer go free. <laughs> Uh, This wasn't supposed to be about the Kardashians. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what happened. Uh, Hayden Christensen is back in the Star Wars universe as Anakin Skywalker. Now, he's alive, right? Is it okay that he's alive, Kevin? During the time period where this show takes place, yes, he's alive. Yes, he's Darth Vader. It's right after he has this big showdown with Obi-Wan. Right. Where he's like, I hate you on that planet, you know, remember that? That was awesome. Where he's basically a burnt steak. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I think now he is Darth Vader. I, I think he wears the costume. Well, to prepare himself for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, he re-watched all the movies so he could see how not to act, probably, and uh, he binged the animated shows. Did you like Hayden Christensen as... No. No? No. Him and Natalie Portman were the worst actors on the planet when they played those two parts. I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, so bad. He was terrible. You would have... Th- thought someone else could do it better like I don't know who they could Yeah, yeah there, there's probably uh, 400 actors that could do it better than he did okay in Hollywood okay I don't know if they're trying to go with a no name because that's what they had done that's what they usually do you know uh, up until now but ah god just flat cardboard acting didn't like it huh Matt, I thought it was okay he wasn't the greatest but it wasn't like it was terrible I didn't think so Matt so. apparently hasn't seen any of the movies I have seen I hate, I hate the first three movies they're terrible but, you know, if there were better acting, they would be better. One of the only good performances was Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. Oh, and Qui Gon Jinn, man. How you gonna? How you gonna hate on Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson's, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Too bad he didn't make it out of the first spoiler alert. He doesn't make it. Don't worry, they'll bring him back because they like to bring back dead people. <laughs> Just bring him back inexplicably. Why must you hate Star Wars? I know you like it as much as I do. I love Star Wars. Obi-Wan at your damn not Obi-Wan, R2D2 at your damn wedding. Right. And yet here you are. Precisely. The only (laughs) thing I don't like is the Boba Fett series, where they brought back a dead guy inexplicably. Inexplicably. I know. Well, he's alive, so deal with it. No, that movie doesn't count. (laughs) <laughs> and, and I hope that someday they come out and say, you know what, we were wrong, it's not canon anymore. Because they they tend to do that. But that, anyway. That's the one thing that bothers me about Star Wars. They have so many different like canons that I don't even know what's real anymore. Like they've they've gone off the track so far. And how could an animated be canon exactly. to things that are not animated? It's like well in the animated series, I'm like I'm not watching that, all right? It's not real. It's garbage. Well, none of it's real, but and Rose- Rosario Dawson's character from The Mandalorian, she's gonna get her own show. She is. Yes. She's from the animated series. It's like, no, she was never in Star Wars. Get her out of my yeah. face. Yeah, This is the nerdiest nerd news Sorry. we've ever done, by What's the way. happening, right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the Jackass guys. Uh, jackass Forever came out. Did you watch it yet? I'm not a Jackass guy, but I will say I watched WrestleMania and giant Knoxville had a match and all the Jackass guys were there. It was entertaining as all hell. It was awesome. Then you'd probably like Jackass. There's a lot of shots to the nuts and stuff. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of that. But as usual, they filmed way too much uh, for their latest movie, so they have a lot left over. So Jackass 4.5 is going to hit Netflix on May 20th. It's a full-length movie with all new footage and possibly some surprise guests. How they all made it through that, like Steve-O, I mean, they're insane. Some of those guys (laughs) didn't. I know. I know. Jackass Forever is on Paramount Plus right now. So it means I'm not going to watch it. And nope. the Blu-ray version contains more than 40 minutes of additional scenes and extended footage. <laughs> additional crotch shots. That's 40 <laughs> minutes of guys getting hit in the balls. Yeah. I mean, and it, it goes a lot further than that usually. Uh, it's, it's pretty funny some of the pranks, man. S-s-s- I guess. I'm not, I'm not a real prank guy, you know? Man doesn't like fun, I'm apparently. not into pranks. I don't like being pranked. I don't like being a part of a prank. You can't find the humor in a prank. You're You're a comic and you can't appreciate a prank. I don't like pranks. Matt doesn't like getting roasted and he doesn't he doesn't like pranks. I don't mind getting roasted. I just don't mind I don't you, like pranks. You didn't hang out with the right comedians, man. Yeah. Somebody mistreated you. All we do is roast each other. What do you think we've been doing this whole morning? I know. I know. <laughs> and you walk out of here pouting. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I only roast the people that I like, Matt, just so you know. We make fun of each other all the time. Yeah, that's what, that's what comics do. But you can't appreciate a good prank? I don't like pranks, though, no. Uh, Matt doesn't like dogs, either. He thinks I like dogs. I he have dogs. Matt, Matt doesn't like kittens. Anyway, Matt uh, doesn't like to get pranked. Yeah. And so we have to come up with a very elaborate prank to pull on him, and we will start working on that. That, my nerds, is your
0: news.
4: It went downhill from there.
0: 104.9 The Morning X.
2: Hello to Morning X. Yesterday, I had a chance to chat with Nita Strauss. You know her from her song, Dead Inside, with David Draymond. You might know her as a guitar player for Alice Cooper. And we talked to her on Facebook Live yesterday. Uh, if you missed it, you can still watch the whole thing at thexrockford.com or our Facebook page at thexrockford. But here's a little clip from the, from the conversation. You know, my wife went to an Alice Cooper show with her dad a few years ago, and uh, she came home all excited to tell me about this kick-ass guitar player uh, for Alice Cooper. I think she was thrilled. Uh, to see a strong female in that role. And, uh, you know, now you look around, you got yourself, Hailstorm, the pretty reckless Dorothy, Plush. Uh, the girls are coming to kick our asses. Is that right?
4: Hell yeah. Always have been, always will be.
2: So let's talk about how you got started. Let's go way back. How old were you when you got your first guitar? And uh, what kind of guitar was it?
4: So I was 13. Um, my dad got me my first guitar after I saw the movie Crossroads. And I saw Steve Vai in Crossroads and I was like, that's it. That's that's for me, that's what I want to do. And my first guitar was that black and white Squire Strat that everybody gets. um, (laughs) It's So it comes with like the guitar, the amp, the little cables and a few picks and maybe like a capo and like just some little stuff they can throw in. And the first thing I did was I took the white scratch plate off and changed it to a black one. Before (laughs) I play a note. So I guess I've always just been customizing my guitars. Did you take lessons to start? No, um, my family didn't have a lot of money growing up. My dad was a touring musician, so he taught me my first little bit of the basics. And then uh, from there, I just devoured all the material I could. I watched a lot of instructional DVDs, uh, Marty Freeman, melodic control, uh, John Petrucci, rock discipline, Inga Mousey and play it loud, like that kind of stuff. And just started teaching myself things that were like way beyond the scope of what I should have <laughs> as a newbie guitar player.
2: Yeah, because from what I remember of those instructional videos, they they don't really start easy. Like Inve doesn't start off. Okay, here's an E. And no, an F. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah. if you could do this, then you could do this, and then he's all over the all over the fretboard. So that's no. uh, that's pretty impressive. Um, yeah,
4: and what's funny about that that you mentioned that is when I. Years later, when I created my own instructional program, that was the first thing I did, is I wanted to be able to cater to, yeah, people that want to shred, but also people that are picking up a guitar for the first time. So in Rock Guitar Fundamentals, which is my online course, the first lesson is literally like, this is a guitar. This is called the neck. This is called a fret. This is called a pick. This is your fret hand. This is your picking hand. Like all these terms that when i was a young guitar player like i wish somebody would have told me this is your neck pickup this is your bridge pickup this is you know like and sort of like explain it and like walk you through the absolute basics you sure, know this is the
2: different sound you can get a different tonality if you turn if you turn this knob halfway and use the, the bridge pick or use the exactly, neck pickup. Yes. you know it, you mm-hmm. get different tonalities you can yes. play different styles uh yeah that's all stuff you kind of figure out on your own as you go, can you remember a time that you figured something out on the guitar, whether like a riff or a solo or something where you thought, I'm going to be good at this?
4: You can know, you remember that moment? I get overexcited about everything. It's just sort of part of my personality. Like, I get overexcited about the tiniest little things. I got excited this morning because the coffee shop down the street from our hotel had sugar free almond flavoring. <laughs> like, these are the kind of things like, going to be a good day. <laughs> like, you know, so, um, the first one, I remember, so I started playing guitar in the 2000s. Um, okay. And uh, Linkin Park was the biggest band in the world when I started playing guitar. And they had that song, One Step Close Through the Edge.
0: Uh-huh.
4: Um, and maybe I'm not saying the, t- the title right, but that was the song. And it has this harmonic in the riff. And I remember mm-hmm. when I was able to catch that harmonic in the riff, I was like, that's it player <laughs> in the world <laughs> you know and it's it's funny now you know I was a terrible guitar player then you know <laughs> you just you know I've been playing for like four months but like it's important I think to give yourself credit for these little milestones. Um, and that's Absolutely. I don't do now as a more experienced guitar player. I don't give myself any credit when I learn something new. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to already be good at that. You know,
2: do you play anything else, any other instruments?
4: I, I started out on drums, actually. Um, and then I went from drums to bass and then I went from bass to guitar. So uh, and then during COVID, I started teaching myself how to play piano a little bit. So I'm not very good at any of the three, but I do dabble a little bit. <laughs>
2: So how do you go from learning Linkin Park cover songs to uh, touring with Alice Cooper?
4: Well, it was about 20 years between. <laughs> right. I'm sure there's a long story
2: in there. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like saying like, well, how do you go from being a little baby to being a CEO? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you have a whole life and you learn a lot of stuff. And then at the end of that, you become the CEO. Um, there you go. But I mean, sort of like, you know, to risk oversimplifying it, you know, it's a lot of touring, a lot of playing with a lot of different artists, um, becoming very seasoned as a performer, you know, to play with somebody like Alice, you have to not just be a decent enough guitar player, but also be a great performer. Um, because there are thousands and thousands and thousands of guitar players around the world that can play Alice Cooper songs probably better than me, to be honest, you know, but, to deliver that stage show, that sort of theatric moment that people expect from an Alice Cooper stage show, that's something really special that, um, for any big gig like that, whether you go see Metallica, whether you go see Alice, whether you go see Iron Maiden, you know, the giants of the music world, you get a bigger, larger than life experience mm-hmm. from it. So that's my best piece of advice for anybody looking to break into the bigger scene like that is just become seasoned as a performer and be able to give that audience something bigger than what they would see at a club show. We talked for a good 10,
2: 15 more minutes. You can check the whole thing out right now on our Facebook page at The X rockford We talk about how she hooked up with David Draymond for that song. We talk about a whole lot more. So check it out now at thexrockford.com or our Facebook page at The X rockford I believe it's still up there. Thank you to Nita Strauss. And uh, we can't wait to see her on May 5th when she opens up for Black Label Society and probably is going to be very hard to follow. 104.9 The Morning Exit is Kev. You know, Matt, I uh, read yesterday that Russia was testing intercontinental missiles. Really? Yeah. They should be testing intercontinental breakfast. That'd be nice. Uh, I don't think there's such a thing as intercontinental breakfast. It's just continental (laughs) breakfast. Oh, just continental breakfast? Which is code for stale cereal. (laughs) Oh, okay. And and rotten milk. That's true. Like, the continental breakfast is never good when they deliver it to your door. (laughs) Uh, So, let's uh, pose the question here. Uh, What would you do if you knew the world was ending within the next ten years? What would, what, would 10 start, years. what would you start? What would you start? Do you got ten years? See, I thought you were gonna be like tomorrow. I'll be like, oh man, I'm gonna, you know. Well, how would you live your? How would you decide to live the next ten years of your life if you knew within ten years it would be all over, no matter what? Um, probably start giving zero Fs about things. Okay, that's the vague blanket statement. But what would that entail? Um, well, so long exercise. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be canceling my gym membership. Right, but do you want to spend the re- the last 10 years extremely unhealthy? For a while, it could be fun, you know? I mean, you're in your 40s. You could, you could shorten it to five years if you're not right, careful. Right, well, I, there you go. I mean, 10, 5, what's the difference at this point? You start point? cramming a pizza and sitting on your ass every day, you know, you're gonna clog up those arteries. Hey, it's my final 10 years, let me live it like I want to live it. Look, if I know it's gonna go on a bang in 10 years, I want to see the bang. Do you? Yeah, I want to see the you bang. You want to see how it all goes down? I want to be there for it. Not I'm, me. I want to see the fireworks. What would you do then? How would you get to spend your last 10? You know, that's a tough call. Right. Here's what I've been thinking about recently, because I go to dark places in my mind all Mm -hmm. the time. Uh, If I knew I was going to bite it, um, even in a year, I would panic because I would wonder, is there enough time for me to listen to all the music I want to listen to, uh, all the songs I want to hear before I die? Uh, Am I going to be able to watch all the movies one more time that I love? Uh, I, oh, think, yeah, I think I think about lots. all those things. What about just doing it all over the place? I would do that. A lot of boning. Yeah, but see, I can't do it now, so I don't see what would change. Maybe if the world was ending, people would, lower their willing. standards. Yeah, yeah. Maybe ladies would lower their standards more than they do now. Would okay? Here, here's here's another question. If the world was ending in ten years, or even in one year, we'll say, uh, would affairs? Oh my God! Become uh, okay. There would be divorces and affairs, and yeah, nobody <laughs> would. Uh, there are so many people out there that yeah, that would do that. I guarantee you. Like, look, we got ten years. I, I'm interested in Greg from accounting, right? Uh, and I, you know, okay, fine. You go bang Greg from accounting, and uh, you know, but at least come back and do me some more. Yeah, I mean, maybe it could be a good thing. Maybe it could be a good thing. Look, we're all going to be toast, right? Ten years too. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot you could do in ten years. That's true. Maybe I should stay in shape then, just in case, so I can attract some people. Yeah, see, there's there's your incentive to at least keep at least jog around the block a couple of times. (laughs) Okay, Uh, I don't know. Who says the the world's not ending anyway in ten years? The Um, way things are going, we don't know. That's why that's why I brought it up. You know, because things are getting pretty bad out there. Yeah, you know, without uh, saying anything is happening. Have you seen the news lately? Yeah, right. Uh, on the text line at eight one five eight seven four two one zero four 874 from the 815, if the world ended in 10 years, I would go on all sorts of vacations, rack up my credit cards, because I guess I wouldn't have to worry about my credit card debt, now would I? No, I mean, they, people would do that too, max out your credit cards. And let me tell you what, as somebody who's been in severe debt before, it takes them a very long time. To yeah. track you down and sue you, does it? <laughs> yeah, and then even after they sue you, if you don't pay for a while, uh, it takes them a long time to come after you for that. So, uh, so you know, what you're saying? You got ten years, is what I'm saying. <laughs> what you're saying is I should go crazy with my credit cards now and don't worry <laughs> about it. All right, good advice. If you set it to pay the minimum, you're gonna be okay. You can be okay forever. Just paying the minimum off. Like yeah, sure. Just just rack up however much. You're not getting a, you're not getting ahead, but. You're not falling behind, I guess. Another number from the 815. Keep trying to make my previous 63 years right with God! Oh, yeah. You you can go that (laughs) route, I suppose. Not me. I'm going to end up looking like Jabba the Hutt. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to eat everything in sight. Ah, See, now if there was a Star Wars character I could transform into, would it be Jabba the Hutt, though? (laughs) Well, I mean, at first I wouldn't look like Jabba. (laughs) Let's not go down another nerdy rabbit hole. Right, just saying. Like, I probably would just go the food route. I I know that's what I would do. Uh, Food, movies, and music. Yeah, TV shows. I would just be a slob. Can I, how many more times can I binge the office before the bomb drops? You know, Uh, just the things that I love in life. Yeah, sure. Because there's obvious answers. I'm going to go spend time with my family, I'm going to go, you know, hang with uh, my friends or whatever. Hey,
3: at least we wouldn't have to do stand up anymore. That'd be (laughs) nice.
2: Why do you do it if you hate it so much? I don't, I don't know. There's something wrong with now, me. Now, what, what is it about white guys uh, that makes you miserable when you do stand-up comedy? Why are you doing it if you're so sad?
3: You know, you're also white, just so you know.
2: I know I am, but I'm not miserable. I, I love don't know. doing stand-up that's, comedy. That's the sick part about it, Kevin. I don't know, and I can't stop. All you do is bitch about it. I know. I don't want to do it, and I still keep doing it. You do, I, I don't know why. I don't know why you don't enjoy it, because I've seen you on stage. You look happy on stage. It's all... <laughs> It's all an act, baby. And you're not bombing. I don't know what. I don't know what. I this, don't know. You know what it is? You go to too many goddamn open mics where it is all misery. Oh, that's misery. Don't yeah. subject yourself to that. Go out and have some no. fun. And do I will some say, real actually, shows. we've been doing some fun, real shows. I will say that. Actually, you know what? I will say, doing shows with you and other Kevin has really started to rekindle my joy for it. Right, because you're you're hanging with people who love doing it. They're not spreading the negativity all over the place. But you have to agree, <laughs> every comedian you have to be a little bit miserable to be a stand up comic. You have to. You don't though. <laughs> you do. You don't. Being happy is not funny, Kevin. I'm sorry. It's just not. You don't have to joke about misery. I don't. I don't know where this myth comes from. You don't. You can be a happy person, come from a happy place, and uh, tell funny jokes.
3: Well, i have hit a nerd this morning with you.
2: No, I mean I'm just I'm, I'm tired of the, the sad boy comedy. It's just I'm oh I'm such a piece of garbage. Ha ha, hilarious. Yeah, I mean come on. J- you can, you can joke about yourself and be self deprecating, but you don't have to be miserable. Well, says if, you. If I had 10 years to live, if I knew the world was ending in 10 years, uh, what would I do? I would go on a campaign to end sad boy comedy so I could live out my life hanging with happy people. Okay. How about that? Sounds good. <laughs> be happy. Enough with the sad boy stand-up.
0: <laughs> you be what happy. What would you
2: do if the world was ending in 10 years? Participate on our Facebook page at The X Rockford, or send me a text at 815-874-2104. I'd love to hear your responses. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Granted, we were doing kind of a, a dark topic there, so that uh, is pretty dark. Yes, it, it, it is, but it's something to think about, you know, because you never know. It's probably happening. You anyway. never know. Okay. Uh, thanks, Matt.
0: One zero four nine. The morning X will return after Kev's done crop dusting the country station.
2: 850 on 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev and uh, Skylar's here from Culture Shock.
3: What's going on? Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me on.
2: Big day coming up for you guys, Record Store Day.
3: It is Saturday. Record Store Day is like our national holiday, really.
2: Yeah, you know what? I, I went to Culture Shock. I, I I, I had this wallet for the longest time that I bought at your place, and it had uh, Jack Nicholson from The Shining on it.
3: Oh, classic. Uh,
2: it was like it was like a vinyl Velcro wallet, and yeah. it was like a screen print of Jack Nicholson doing the, here's Johnny. <laughs> and uh, I got so many, like, th- that started so many conversations at cash registers. That I'll <laughs> bet. I'll <laughs> that bet. Wallet. I was like, I need to have this. So uh, it's not just records over there, but records are the big deal this weekend. So uh, what do you got going on for Record Store Day?
3: Well, there's a whole bunch of releases dropping that you can only get at your independent record stores like culture shock and it's a first come first serve kind of thing open in early at 8 a.m it's a big party so get the records you want to get the whole list is at recordstoreday.com but we also have a bunch of other things we're putting out too uh so you brought some stuff with you i could see here oh uh, yeah. i just thought some visual aids you know some sure. stuff i'm excited about you know gojiro <laughs> uh i've heard the name metal for sure. band they toured Absolutely. with slipknot french oh yeah they're doing a live album that's coming out there's a fun one from Foo Fighters. They're actually working with a couple artists to do some covers of some Foo Fighters songs. <laughs> Fantastic. Seven Inch Record, yeah. New Kirk Hammett on blue vinyl. Oh yeah, got a new EP out, of course, of Metallica Legend. Oh yeah, we've been waiting for that one too. Yeah, so there's just like a lot of new records and like reissues of older ones, or things that have like never been on vinyl before, like the Def Leppard High and Dry on a picture disc (laughs) instead of black vinyl. So there's just so many releases. There's something for everyone on the list. Uh, Apparently, there's uh, uh, some supply chain issues going on with the uh, with, with vinyl right now. It's been craziness, yeah. Not just in the U.S., but around the world. More people have gotten into vinyl since the pandemic, and the pressing plants just cannot keep up with it. That's uh, Yeah, well, vinyl's starting to really skyrocket. Uh, I know so many people who now
2: are vinyl collectors that never were before. Of all ages, too, really. Uh, Oh, yeah. I know a guy who calls himself Metallica Doug, Mm -hmm. and any time Metallica comes out with anything, and I'm talking about... From a shot glass to uh, a rubber band that says Metallica on it. Too. Yeah, well, we got
3: the Cliff Burton little
2: like action figure <laughs> sure. thing too. Even I, I, those. I bet he has one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a Metallica wall. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll say that. But anything they come out with on vinyl, he's got it. Cool. It's it's, it's on his wall. He's got the whole vinyl wall. And uh, so yeah, the people are getting more and more into it. You could you can find record players at the store again.
3: Yes, not at all sorts of stores. Of course, we do new and we do used and cool vintage hi-fi stuff as well, but it's cool to see people wanting to build up and soup up their own home stereo system, too. Uh, you sell more than just vinyl, uh, as yeah. far as music goes over there. Oh, yeah, gosh. I mean, we call it culture shock clothing, gifts, and records, and so much more, you know.
2: Yeah, so, um, like I said, I got that... that uh, uh that wallet there which was fantastic small Uh,
3: company american-made company actually that made that wallet last time i was in there but you you had a lot of uh,
2: vintage uh, equipment in there as well a lot of old old stereo systems and stuff like that that was cool to see stuff i hadn't seen since like the 80s
3: i know that stuff was built to last and that's what i really like is that vintage stuff some people want something more modern bluetooth which we have that too but those big silver knobs on a big amplifier with a nice heavy record player and big speakers on the floor i think is the way to go for sure absolutely uh if we want to come see you where do we go Uh, 2239 Charles Street in Rockford, Illinois. Uh, Preferably this Saturday, Record Store Day. Yeah, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. We've got live music in the morning. We've got a food truck there doing lunch. Uh, If you can't make it in, the records will be on our website the following day that are available at cultureshockshop.com. Excellent. Skylar, thank you very much for joining us. Awesome. Uh, Shop local. (laughs) For sure. Please do. Shop local on Record Store
2: Day. Thanks, Skylar. Thanks. Wild child from the Black Keys. Almost got a 70s rock and roll vibe to that one. Uh, something that would have sounded real good on vinyl. And look at that. A professional segue into we are here with Skylar from Culture Shock uh, here to talk about Record Store
3: Day, which the, is Saturday. The vinyl guru I am, I guess. That's what it's been <laughs> anointed to me. And and that's cool to just see bands like the Black Keys, although they don't have a release coming out this Saturday for Record Store Day. They have in the past. And they record all analog and they're all about that vinyl experience too. That's the feel you want mm-hmm. I, from what I hear. And we were just talking about this off the air. Uh, it wasn't that long ago where you'd be hard
2: pressed to find a record player or parts for a record player, record needle or even records. Yeah, even, they were so- <laughs> even records. Mm-hmm. It was actually it's actually a joke uh, not that long ago, like, what's a record?
3: I know. You know, now now people are starting to know. Now it's like every commercial, every show, every movie, and everyone's home now has a, a collection of records, it seems like.
2: every, You know, yeah, and every album that comes out, there's a there's a vinyl release, although we were talking earlier about how it's kind of backed up right now. Yeah. Uh,
3: but- well, there's still plenty of records coming out. <laughs> every Friday, the new releases come out. Plus, we're procure- procuring really nice used record collections, too. That's very cool. And so uh, for Record Store Day,
2: well, let's talk about Record Store Day. What? Where did Record Store Day come from?
3: So our store, Culture Shock, has been around about 16 years now. Record Store Day started 15 years ago. What was that, 07-ish? And that was around the time you saw a lot of stores starting to close and people hitting more online. And this group came together, their ex-radio you know, radio people and record store owners, to work with labels and record, store, record labels and bands to put out releases you could only get at independent record stores. And we can't hold them or sell them ahead of time. It gets people to physically come into the store and see what else is going on with your store.
2: Not something you buy online?
3: Not at all. No, right. it's a cool idea and uh they are limited and most of these probably will sell out right away in the morning so it really gets people in to uh, appreciate the store and support it. So it would be a good time to get out to, to Culture Shock this Saturday for Record well, Store Day? Well, a lot of these, they are so limited, we only have a few copies of some and we're opening at 8am so the big rush is right at opening. We have a huge line of people usually and we got it organized, ready to go. You can Go through and pick out what you want. What do you think the, the hottest record
2: is? You're gonna you're gonna sell. What's gonna sell out oh, the fastest? So
3: uh, oddly enough, there's some seven inches that Foo Fighters seven inch I mentioned, and the Taylor Swift seven inch. Uh, but gosh, there's like the Doors L A Woman, uh, all the unreleased material, and the Stevie Nicks Belladonna, unreleased material. I mean, there's a lot of hot ones. Honestly, I mean the Ramones box set. Uh, yeah, yeah you got a whole
2: you got a whole list in front geez, of you. It's ten to, pages f- long. Feel free, I mean, free to rattle some more geez, of those off. Yeah, I mean, we're
3: talking about yeah, Led uh the Judas Priest, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers' new album. They did a special version of that one. Um there's unreleased material from Lou Reed of Velvet Underground. I mean it's all over the board. There's hip hop and jazz also, sure. not just rock. Uh so and there's some pop and newer stuff too. You mentioned stuff like The Doors and uh some of that older stuff and and uh you know the Black Keys
2: recording in analog. Uh and that means they they really optimized it to be listened on vinyl.
3: That warm, fuzzy feeling, you know, and that's the fun thing about a record, I think, and like I was saying, why are records a thing when you can almost stream almost anything or listen to it on the radio station? I think owning that record, getting it, putting it on, playing it, just puts you so in tune with that album. You really feel the songs and remember them. It's fun to share with friends. It's also fun, you know, in the world, the high-tense world we're living in, just to sit down and chill and listen to a record, too.
2: Now, do you recommend buying two, one to play and one to
3: collect, like one to preserve? If you're a diehard, or maybe of your extremely most favorite albums or something, I mean... Honestly, the value on some records is going through the roof. So some people do it just as like an investment, I guess. But I don't recommend that. I mean, that's sure. it's, if you really want to get down that wormhole, you can get crazy like me. Sure, music is meant to be listened to. You it know. is yeah, not to be hung sure. on the wall. Not to, well, and that's what's cool. It. These records, you take care of them, they will last your whole lifetime. Though, really, yeah, you don't. You know, you play it on a nice record player. You don't trash it, of course. Yeah, and that's what's cool. That'll last forever. And you get all these updates and things with digital stuff that won't happen with other types of music. Kids today
2: don't understand what it's like to accidentally bump into the record player. (laughs) You know,
3: (laughs) I think they're finding it out though. A lot more kids get into records like, "Whoa, that just skipped." Or the noise (laughs) if you don't have the
2: record player that automatically resets when the record ends, and you just get that. (laughs) Yeah when it starts so, to scrape against the paper.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Time to get up and flip your record. <laughs>
2: these, are, these are things you can learn. Uh, get involved. Uh, shop local for Record Store Day. Culture Shock open. Uh, what are the hours? Uh,
3: usually we're 11 to 6, Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, this Saturday, though, for Record Store Day, Culture Shock's open 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Get you, out man. early.
2: Yeah, plug yourself for social media, all that
3: stuff. Where oh, do we yeah, find of course. You? Cultureshockshop.com has links to our Facebook, Culture Shock Clothing and Records. Of course, we're all over Instagram, too. So, yeah, find us on social media as well.
2: Excellent, Skylar. I appreciate you stopping by and uh, looking forward to record store day. Go out, shop local for record store day. Damn it.
0: Yo, that's Chisel. 1049. I'm sure that this whole
2: thing is just some practical joke.
0: The Morning X with Kev.
2: Got big naked party plans for the weekend? Nah, my naked party plans uh, fell through. Every time. You, you, know, like, you know, you get excited, you think it's going to happen. And I've been then, trying to have this party with you for months now. I know. Well, uh, you do have a house now. so With a basement. With just, a, I'm just saying. With a basement with no windows. So, I mean, everything's set <laughs> <done> up perfectly. <laughs> next
3: time, right? Next Friday. <laughs> yeah. It's always next Friday.
2: Always. Next Friday. Yeah, it is always next Friday with you, you know? Let's get scientific. Okay. And now, science shit. See what's going on with the nerds over in the uh, science world are taking care of for us. Yeah. Uh, holograms could be the next big smartphone feature. Really? Like holograms on your phone? Yeah. A team in South Korea came, uh, came out with some uh, new technology. and Now they just have to make it small enough to fit to a smartphone. You know, I could see that happening. Did you ever watch Spectre Gadget when you were a kid? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Penny had that iPad when you're like, well, that's cool. Can't wait to get those. And <laughs> no, then she had exist. that watch you're talking to. We have those now, too. So, and, uh, you know, we're just we're just like five years away from having a goddamn helicopter that pops out of our head. <laughs> I wish. Go-go Gadget, you know, Go-go go, Gadget Copter. That was, I love the Gadget Copter. You kidding me? <laughs> that's. I would like to see them invent that. That's a tough one. Remember Dr. Claw? Yeah. Oh, I'll get uh, you
4: Gadget. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time.
2: Hey, that's pretty good. Hey there, bring the show back. I'll voice it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but it's it's funny how like I was, I was like, oh man, that would be so cool. That little book that Penny had, we have those now. So. I know. We're getting there, man. But holograms, do we need one, though, on our phone? Do you need a hologram on your phone? Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's exactly what I think, too. Yeah. Uh, we heard about these a while back, but you might be able to buy them soon. Researchers in Japan came up with electric chopsticks. Okay. They apparently use a current to make food taste saltier. Oh, boy. So you won't have to use actual salt. You know, I've always thought, thought to myself, you know what this food could use? <laughs> More salt. Uh, they hope to start selling them next year. Well, no, the point is you use less salt in the actual food, and the chopsticks make them taste saltier using an electric current. I don't know how that works. Oh, so you're cutting down your salt in your diet. Right. <sighs> With electric chopsticks. I don't understand how it works. I don't get it. I can't use real chopsticks. Can you? Uh, yeah, I'm learning. It's been years, but I'm starting to get it. At one time, I was shamed. I was at a restaurant, and they're like, "You don't know how to use chopsticks? No, I don't. Like, no, I use the fork. Yeah, it's Sorry. easier. I don't know. I fork oh, I in a spoon. I don't have. I don't have any shame. If I'm at a, a Chinese restaurant or like a sushi place, I, I will ask for a fork. Yeah, I don't. I can't. How do you? How do you do it? Like I've tried. It's hard. They give you a little judgy look, but they give it to you. You got to hold it a certain way. It's just very uncomfortable. Yeah. You learn, though. Once, and once you get it, it's easier, but it's still an annoying way to have to eat. They have cheaters where you can, like, uh, <laughs> they, they, they tie it together with a rubber band or something. Those are called tongs. <laughs> <laughs> tongs? Just give me the tongs from the salad bar. Uh, the annual Lyrid meteor shower is peaking right now. Uh, okay. If there's a clear sky tonight, you should be able to look up and see one shooting star every three to four minutes. Too bad it's cloudy. It's cloudy right now, anyway. Shooting stars tonight, huh? Well, yeah, that's the thing. They call it a meteor shower, but there's one shooting star every three to four minutes. You can't really consider that a shower, can you? Yeah, it's like a light uh, Well, imagine if you got a in a light the meteor shower. shower. If you got in your shower yeah. at home and you got one drop of water every three to four minutes, would you call that a shower? No, I'd call my landlord. It's be a like, leaky hey, faucet. Yeah, my faucet's not working. Yeah. Uh huh. My water's not working. My water broke. Just call him up and say, hi, my water broke. <laughs> landlord, quick. Let's see what he says. Well, I'll look in the sky, but it looks like today. It's going to be cloudy and rainy. So, And if you get up early tomorrow morning, check out the moon. Around an hour before sunrise, it's going to be lined up with four different planets. Saturn, Mars, Venus, and Jupiter. Really? Yeah. You know, when the planets align, that's supposed to mean something. What does it mean? I don't know. A gateway opens, magic. I think. Yeah, kind of magic. I think yeah. and a magic. A portal opens to another dimension, Or I, th- I think. Or it's just a coincidence. Or it's a, a giant coincidence, yes. Not to be the buzzkill. Not to be the boner killer there. Yep. Uh, NASA's Perseverance rover got a video of what a solar eclipse on Mars looks like. Cool. Astronomers say probing Uranus should be a top priority. Mm -hmm. Researchers think that moon Europa on Jupiter could potentially have alien jellyfish living under its icy surface. Cool. Yeah, now we're getting real. I cannot wait until all the alien stuff starts coming to light. That'll be fun. Please go capture some alien jellyfish and bring them back to Earth. Yes! What could go wrong? Uh, uh, right. We, we. I've never seen a movie like that before, so... Yeah, what, what could possibly Right, happen? what could happen? <laughs> uh, it says, walking fast can cut your uh, biological age by up to 16 years. Walking? Yeah, just doing a little power walk. I do that every day. I walk about three miles. But, when do, the weather's... You, but do you power walk? I walk fast enough. Yeah? I mean, I'm not like one of those guys who, like, he's swinging his arms and, like, you don't, really... Yeah, you don't seem like you have a lot of pep in your you step. Know, butt, butt clenched up, kind of walking as oh, fast. some tight butt walking? Yeah. yeah, I don't do the tight butt walking. See, that's what they're talking about here. It's more fast of a stroll, walking. but I try to walk at a decent pace. A study found that seniors might be kinder and happier than the rest of us because we produce more of the hormone oxytocin as we age. Oh, okay. I huh. mean, that's why your parents were jerks to you, but now they're nice to the grandkids. But I find I'm getting more jerky as I get older, so... No, but you're not at you're not a senior citizen yet. Not yet. You're not producing enough oxytocin yet. Okay. According to this study. Okay. Once, you, once you get a little bit older, Matt, you're gonna turn into a nice person. Hmm. T- TBD. <laughs> Matt's niceness, TBD.
0: Rockford's own rock morning show. Yeehaw! It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The morning X with Kev.
2: 1049, the morning X at 820, and coming to the ring. I get no doubt!
1: It's The Undertaker. I mean, Mike Peck. Don't mind me, I'm just doing push-ups over here.
2: Yeah, he's getting ready for the big match. 45, 46. <laughs> Thousand. <laughs> yeah. He's done 46,000 push-ups. <laughs> Strongest man I've ever witnessed. Hey, man, what's going on? Welcome uh, back to the Morning X. Here. Yeah,
1: it's good to be back, you know? What are you
2: doing here, man? I feel like you should be busier with a, with a uh, possible playoff run. In the
1: yeah, 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 well, we haven't clinched yet, you know, so we're just kind of... Taking it easy. I
2: don't want to jinx anything by by talking about that. But there is uh, a game tomorrow night uh, at the BMO. And
1: uh, with a win, you could clinch? Well, we could technically clinch before tomorrow without even playing tonight. Uh If I win Texas, lose tonight... We punch the old ticket.
2: Are they? They're not playing each other.
1: No, they're no, no, because that they, they both have to lose. What if they both tied? Oh well, then we're both then we're in. We need oh. we need them to lose one point and we need to gain one point. Okay, so one one is our magic number. But uh, you know what? Let's just win tomorrow. Yeah, take uh, care of it, and then we're good to go.
2: It would be pretty cool to be at the game where the Ice Hogs clinch the playoff berth.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. It's it's one of those you know that is that is the first goal of the season, right? Is Get into the playoffs. Right. So you can't win a championship if you're not in the playoffs, right? Exactly. So the first goal for every professional sports team is get into the playoffs.
2: Uh, now, you need to be in the top five to make the playoffs for this year, Correct. Correct. Right? Uh, yep. And is that the spot the, the Hogs are vying for?
1: Uh, right now the Hogs are in fourth, uh, but we have a pretty good chance of, of finishing third. Oh, excellent. So four and five will play like a, a first round. Everybody else gets buys. So we'd like to avoid that first round if we can. If not, you know what, no big deal.
2: Yeah, you don't want to have to play. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Oh, we gotta play? Yeah. yeah. No, so it'll be um right now it looks it'll be Iowa or Texas would be the fifth seed. Uh Rockford and Milwaukee would be the fourth seed slash third seed. So yeah, I mean it's uh we probably won't know our opponent until next weekend. So the the last game's next next Saturday. Um so we could get in this weekend, we should get in this weekend, and uh we probably won't know the opponent for, for another week or so.
2: Trying to look back at our, our record against the Manitoba Moose, because that's who's uh, coming to town for tomorrow's game, correct? So,
1: yeah, we split uh, with Manitoba last weekend in snowy Winnipeg. Uh-huh. Uh, then a couple weeks back, we swept them here in Rockford. So we're 3-1 against them in the last four games in the uh, not too distant past.
2: So the confidence is pretty high against Manitoba at the at the moment.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think so. Uh, you know, the, well, the Ice did just get off a really long stretch of games. They played four games in five nights. Uh, so the the team on Wednesday, we were so we were fifty five seconds away. From from overtime, which would have clinched the spot, uh, boys ran out of gas a little bit. Yeah, sure, ran out of gas. But uh, off day yesterday, light day today, right back at it tomorrow. See, so, yeah, I'm confident. If not tomorrow, uh, I was in town on, on Sunday. We'll, we'll beat those
2: guys. Got a 6 p.m. puck drop tomorrow. Uh, anything yep. special going on during the game?
1: Uh, no, just playoff hockey. We're, we're right. trying to get into playoff hockey tomorrow. It's not, yeah. like,
2: it's not like free handbag day or anything like that? Uh, or... No,
1: no. And, and Well, unless you buy one in the store, but then it really wouldn't be free. It wouldn't be free, would Actually, it? uh Actually, we are giving away free hockey, so if you buy a ticket, you can come in and watch free hockey. <laughs> what? Yes. Nice. I like that. You see a bunch of, have you ever seen moose on skates? An actual moose? Well, I'm just saying moose in general, because you're going to see moose on skates on, on Saturday. See? There you go. Yeah. You know, Sundays, this is worth uh, mentioning, Sunday, uh, the, the folks that have been in town for a while, and, you, and if you follow... Um, high school basketball or NIU basketball, Stephanie Raymond, who was a standout at, at Rockford Lutheran. she was a, She's a Hall of Famer at NIU. She was just an awesome basketball player. We're going to have her out at the game on Sunday. So she's going to be doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, she plays for the Chicago Blitz women football team. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so that's going to be pretty cool. So she'll be out on Sunday uh, doing some stuff with her and some of her teammates out there. And uh, But yeah, it, it, it'll be a fun weekend
2: does sound like it. Uh, Win or lose, it's always fun to go check out an IceHogs game. If you want to do that, what do you do? Uh,
1: uh, IceHogs.com, or you can also call 815-968-5222.
2: Hang on, before you do the number again, we need the rock music. Okay, number again? 815-968-5222.
1: 815-968-5222. There
2: you go. Uh, well, best of luck, man. We, we definitely want to see the Hogs in the playoffs this year, uh, especially since we're we're just dangling the carrot in front of us here.
1: So can I guarantee you that next Friday when I'm sitting in this chair, we will be in the playoffs? I'm yeah. going to guarantee it. Oh, there you
2: go. That's, what I, that's called confidence in the face of uncertainty. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Some would call that stupidity. I would call uh. it confidence in the face of 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 uncertainty.
1: Babe Ruth called his shot. Mark Messier called. They were winning the the Stanley Cup. I'm calling. We're going to be in the playoffs. It's only
2: crazy if it doesn't work.
1: There you go. It's going to work. I have confidence.
2: Yeah, I'm sure the team is ready to go and fired up. So uh, best of luck uh, tomorrow night. Manitoba Moose at the BMO. Go see the game. Mike Peck, thank you very much. See ya. Kevin Hawes is here. You know Kevin Haas from our uh, newscast here on The Morning X, but also uh, a local comedian as
0: well, and the uh, proprietor, we'll say, of uh, Rock River Current. Yeah, that song just got me so hyped this early in the morning. I'm not usually this awake.
2: Yeah, you know you're all jacked up on uh, falling in reverse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the energy there, yeah. Um, I was laughing yesterday, actually. You were in your newscast yesterday. I wish that you did those live with me, uh, not to pull back the curtain too far, uh, because you, you were saying something in your newscast yesterday that made me laugh every time I heard you say it. Uh, you were referring to 420. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, <laughs> the <laughs> Unofficial
0: marijuana <laughs> holiday.
2: Unofficial marijuana holiday. I was like, oh, okay, that's a great way to put it. It was your delivery on it. It was very funny. I don't know why. <laughs> I
0: always have these things where it's like I'm worried that some small portion of the listener or the reader won't know what it is. Like, maybe there's just a <laughs> tiny portion of what you're talking about. And, right. so. and,
2: and to pull back the curtain even further, the newscast you hear here is the same one that's going to be on B103 in the bull. so Obviously, our listeners would know what 420 is.
0: Yes. Right, but theirs might not. So you do have to kind of clarify. Exactly, yeah. I think, uh, and I have to use words that everyone can be okay with. You could say ganj or, like, kush or... Uh, Definitely that cookie-cutter B103 show would not know what those words mean.
2: <laughs> that milk-toast cookie-cutter morning show over there. <laughs> Poor Matt Hall. Uh, he's got to listen to Lady Gaga, and he can't say bitch on the
0: air. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that we could do that on the X. I'm, I'm not ready to try it yet, but maybe next news. I try not to
2: overuse it, but yeah. you know, it just depends on what I'm referring to. That's all. You know, I never call a, like a woman that. You know, it's, of it's, course not. It's you know the the phrase "son of a bitch" is probably my favorite curse. Mm. I just I love to say that. and I actually have a, a a segment called the "Son of a Bitch" News, where if uh, you know one person thought one thing was going to happen and it turned out to go very badly, that makes the "Son of a Bitch" news report.
0: My favorite curse is probably that one where. Uh, Snow White just sleeps a bunch. Like I want to just sleep a lot. That would be a great curse. A different use of the word curse. <laughs> yes, jokes. The, the journalist over here. <laughs> you see the double entendre. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so you got some things going on. I have a uh, stand-up comedy, standing upright comedy show tonight that I want, <laughs> I want. I uh, want all of the ex-listeners to come to. Uh, so um, if you're if you're hearing this now. Steer your car out of wherever it's going and instead drive onto North 2nd Street to Mi Gordito. Start lining up now at 9 Uh a.m. And for the next 11 hours, wait for the 8 p.m. show tonight where I will uh, headline with a few other comedians. It's hosted by uh, Marcos Lara. And uh, I will be doing about an hour of jokes. uh, An hour? Wow. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think I've got a solid 10 minutes and then you know, fifty of filler. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, filler is always good. Yeah, yeah that's that's most of what my radio show is—just filler. Uh,
2: but uh, me, gordito. Is this a restaurant? Is it a bar?
0: Yeah, it's actually it's newer, too. So if you live in the Love Spark area, you would probably remember the Hollywood restaurant. This took over that space several months ago, and uh, they've been doing comedy there since they opened. So uh, it's my first time there. Uh, I've had a few food ma- recommendations from people who say the tacos are good, so I'm looking forward to uh, getting something to eat uh, before I go on stage and absolutely destroy the crowd that is lining up now. I just looked up the English translation for gordito. Yeah. Chubby. Yes, it's chubby. <laughs> it's both a restaurant and a subtle joke. <laughs> it, yes, yes, chubby. Mi gordito means my chubby. Yes, <laughs> it's a restaurant where you eat food. It could, it could be more. It could be more. That's all I'm saying. You know, and you go eat food. You listen to hilarious comedy. Yeah. And speaking of hilarious comedy, the real reason I'm here, Kevin, uh-huh. so there is a phenomenon for, for the listeners who don't know in comedy where a comedian goes before a band and it's a disaster every time. Oh. It, it never works. When, when people go to see a band and a comedian
2: comes out... That's that is a the, the comedian loses already. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. The only thing worse than that is if you're hosting a comedy show, that's also a disaster.
2: Yeah. Being the MC is never easy. It's called taking the bullet for a reason. You Absolutely. Know, you warm
0: up the crowd and, you know, you get to
2: tell jokes in front of the cold audience. And then the next comic has it a lot easier.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I can't help but mention that you have not responded to my email where I asked you to host a couple shows before a band (laughs) at a fine Rockford establishment, (laughs) and I feel like you should commit to that right now on the air. Uh, Commit? Like, say, yes, I'll do it? Yeah, and then actually do it, though. (laughs) Not just a showbiz, yes. What are these, Thursday night shows? These are Thursday night shows, and uh, it's a delightful thing that everyone in town likes. It's just going to be bad for us. I mean, do I have to
2: try to be funny, or can I just be, like, charming and introduce the event and here's what's going on? Do I have to try and
0: tell jokes i actually don't think i'm gonna do material at this i (laughs) think i'm gonna do a little crowd work a little bit of uh hey how's the weather what do you do for a living oh that's interesting i guess (laughs) hey hey what's up dude you're wearing shorts your sack's not as sweaty as mine i bet (laughs) Yeah, this is uh, probably just really making people want to come to my show tonight too. A clean, clean material at this thing, this this Thursday night thing. Yeah, you cannot say the b word, which I'm not ready to say on the X yet. One day I'll say it. Uh, you could say my chubby. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm all aboard that. Say
2: my chubby. And we already
0: said it in español, <laughs> so why not in English? Yeah, we, we'll do both. Ready? Gordito. That's that's Spanish, and then chubby. It's English. <laughs>
2: Apparently, these robots have not fully learned either language. Yeah, that was, that was very sloppy. <laughs> it's a sloppy chubby.
0: <laughs> I
2: don't know that you can say that. I can't say. I can't say sloppy chubby uh, when, I, when I introduce these bands.
0: Oh, oh, I. You know what? Let's we'll get, when you when we get you committed on that first date we will commit to you saying sloppy chubby. I think that's going to bring in a big audience to see just see, how that goes.
2: You you presented two dates to me, one in June, one in August. The August one is probably more doable. I might be able to commit to the August one. That would give me okay. more time also to emotionally prepare to open for a band which I have never had to do before.
0: Uh, I have done it once, and it went as bad as you would expect. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. It's uh, <laughs>
0: where's the band? Yeah,
2: bring it, boo, get off. Uh, you know, at least at least we're not talking about famous bands here. Like, right. you're, you're not bringing out like Skinner, and I got to go tell jokes in front of Skinner.
0: I think the most famous band is probably you know Miles Nielsen is going to be one of the bands. So, oh yeah,
2: the one on, on the dates you're you're throwing my way. Yeah. Oh, oh great.
0: And the fishnet
2: stockings, dirty fishnet stockings, do you like those folks? Is that is that uh, Ted O'Donnell's band?
0: That's him, yeah.
2: Ted. Yeah. yeah. Ted and comedia, comedian Dana Gould could be, yes. could be the same person. Yes. I don't know if you've ever seen a side-by-side, which, why would that exist? But, you know, <laughs> every
0: time I see him, I'm like, oh, it's Dana Gould. There he is. The worst thing that I've ever been asked to open for, and I did reject it, was I was asked to open for a stripper. At a strip club? Uh, it was at a bachelorette party. They wanted me to come do jokes, and then a male stripper uh was going to come out and take his clothes off and i was like there is no way that i will not just be yelled at for however long i'm up there uh i you know i could see you being a stripper me yeah i could
2: see you doing well, it man i'm flattered kevin you got Thank the you. hair you can whip around in the dance and all that you could do it
0: well okay well send you know if you're out there listening send me some bookings you yeah, know
2: and you're you're you know uh, dare i say um athletic
0: uh you know, I think I'm an ex athlete. You snowboard and stuff, right? I do, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you can't you can't
2: have that bad of a physique.
0: <laughs> oh I can I can most definitely. You have no idea how much mi gordito I eat. <laughs> I don't I don't even
2: want to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> how much my chubby do you eat? <laughs> oh that's for the
0: bachelor parties, my friend.
2: Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, go see Kevin Haas tonight at Me Gordito. Where is it located again?
0: It is on North 2nd Street. I don't have the address, but look up Me Gordito in the Google machine, and it will tell you to show up there at 8 o'clock tonight. <laughs>
2: Make sure you type Gordito, not Gordita, because
0: there are separate things. Those are
2: different things. Either way, you're going to end up chubby. <laughs> That's how it's going to work. Uh, I'll think about those dates uh, to open for those bands, and uh, we'll get back to you in an email. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you in an email uh, closer to the show. (laughs) I'm I'm looking forward to your response. (laughs) All right. Uh, Kevin Haas tonight. Thanks for joining the
0: show. You're so stupid. I've forgotten how to talk. You're listening to The Morning X with Kev.